Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Okay, well, welcome back to day four of the Faith Love Sisters as we are down in the trenches, really <laughs> digging through what James is saying. Like, listen, he's throwing muck all over us, all over us. Like, ah. Uh, beating us with the Jesus stick here. Um, (laughs) We're reading um, James chapter four, verses seven through 10 today. Um, At least he doesn't start out calling us adulterers and. (laughs) Yeah. Give him a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So um, just to prepare your minds Today, we're talking about submission to God. So, you know, that comes naturally to everyone. So anyway, (laughs) Terry, take it away. Okay. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Starts off kind of good, like, you know, easy stuff. Submit to God. Resist the devil. Come near to God. Let me snack you now. (laughs) (laughs) Wash your dirty, filthy, rotten sinners. (laughs) Yes, and then grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning. Shame on us. And change your joy to gloom. We should not be that. Maybe that's why it's been so heavy, because we've already read all this. So we know we should be wailing and mourning and not laughing. You know, you know how I've been like, what is going on with James? I, I was talking to Marsha. I've talked to you guys about it, my sister Maureen. And I, I had like a, um, I gotta remember right now, but I, I, Ugh, I can feel myself wanting to cry, believe it or not. I, I, sometimes when you go through scripture, God puts you in the place of somebody, right? We see it a lot in the prodigal son, like, are you the prodigal son? Are you the father? And all through James, I have been putting myself in the place of James. And it's like, this is just my perspective. But it's like James canceled Jesus. Hard, big time. I've, you know, I, um, and I, I'm sure like, it's like at the cross, I was thinking, we were asking like, why, why wasn't James at the cross with Jesus? And it was like, I probably know because James probably has the same head I have sometimes, which is like, all you had to do, Jesus, was shut up. All you had to do was stop telling people you were God. Look what you're doing to mom. What do you think you're doing? This is like friendship with the world, right? Mm-hmm. James had that. And um, I just, I was like, even the trauma of having to watch a family member be crucified had to be horrifying. Mm-hmm. And so I'm putting my, I kept putting myself in the place of James. And then I, um, oh man, I still get weepy. 
And then Jesus rises from the dead. It's like, oh my goodness, new game. Mm-hmm. Now what does James do with that? He remembers the sarcasm. He remembers the anger at Jesus. He remembers how guilty he is, how shameful, and his confusion. Like, how come I didn't see this? Like, what's going on? And it was like, that could have been the end of James' story right there. And when I act like that, that could be the end of my story. Ah. But then Jesus pursued James. He came to him after the cross, and James allowed and submitted himself to Jesus. At some level, James turned around from all that and turned towards Jesus. And then what happened is Jesus wrote the end of his story. That's good, Rosemary. I I just, I've been weeping on and off for about a week on this. And then all of a sudden, when you're talking about this James who's ready to hit us, Like, I think he did. But the the part of that is the profound change that had to happen in James as a result of his submission to Jesus. I think it's life or death for him. Absolutely. And And it is for us. And it is for us, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think the significance, he knows the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world. He's yeah. had real experience, life experience with both. And so he's, he's doing everything he can to communicate just how important it is. Mm-hmm. So because I, of his experience. I, and I think kind of when I saw that piece, it was like this profound shift in me happened. And I think that profound shift happened in James. This is just my perspective. I don't know, you know, completely. But it's just that I think contributes to his tone because I'm like, what is happening with this tone? What is, and it's just that it was probably so profound. This urgency is there. And it's like, I'm not going to talk about flowers and all kinds of things. You guys have to get this. There's two worlds. Don't have friendship with that world. Submit yourselves, you filthy people, and wash your hands. (laughs) Yeah. It's that um, passion. Yes. That is coming out in him too. Yeah. Well, think about it. When you see your children doing something that is really could really wreck their lives, how passionate do you get about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this is. He knows that if they don't renounce the world, if they don't stop mixing the world in with their relationship with God, then, then they're doomed. Mm-hmm. You know, his perspective is an eternal one, too. It's not just a for right now. It's, it's an eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. So, and he does give them good news. You know, if you yeah, resist the devil and the desires that you have for the world, yeah. he will flee from you. Yeah. And if you come near to God, he'll come near to you. Yeah. Mm. And if it's you your humble choice. yourself, he'll lift you up. Yeah. Make right. a choice here. Because yeah. you have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's super insistent on the truth, and now he wants proof. He doesn't want you just thinking about stuff. He wants you to prove that you're walking like this. Like, he wants to see. And then it's cool that you said that, Terry, because it's like, then there's this tenderness. Mm -hmm. You know, come near to God, and he'll come near to you. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of hijacked there. I just, but all of a sudden, it's just been welling up, like, this is profound. His attitude, his attitude matters, his voice. 
you know, what he's doing good, Rosemary. for us. No, I found that insightful for sure. It all comes yeah. back to his heart. His heart. It does. Yeah. That's the profound change, Suzanne. You're right. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. Then he I don't even know how to finish that. Maybe we just pray right here. Good. Yeah. Don't we get to talk a little longer? No, <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what we're doing on time or something. But I guess like if people get into that place or something like that, he's he's telling us how to resist the devil. He's telling us it, it's like he doesn't stand on his authority. Maybe that's the other piece I want to make sure we know. It's like because he's not standing on his authority and who he is. He could have stood on Brother Jesus. Yeah, he could have, but he didn't. Yeah, he humbled himself mm-hmm. is really what it, boils what it comes to. And he tells us all along, humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he stands on the authority of Jesus, not his authority when he's saying this. So he knows how to fight Satan, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You turn. Mm-hmm. It's like resist the devil. And, and resisting the devil, like, how is he saying you do that when we kind of look at some of the things he said? For me, when I resist the devil, I'm like, okay, God, you have to have it. Those are like my big fighting words. Like, I, I can't do this. Or here I am again. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi ho, here we go. Here we go. Those yeah. are just b- biblical words there too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that Heidi ho is what? First Hezekiah 2. I'm one. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Heidi ho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's an accident here that he says, resist the devil and he he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you resist the devil is yeah. to pull near to God. Draw near right. to him. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to fight Satan. That's one thing I think sometimes Christians mix up. Yeah. Is, it's like, you know, they get all this stuff and it's like, ah, no. That's another lazy thing about me, my Christianity, loving that lazy piece. It's like, <laughs> I don't have to stand up and fight Satan with all the words of the Bible. I go, okay, God, you got this. Okay, I love you, God. <laughs> Just turn and let God do all the battling behind me, you know? Well, and my, you know, my background is I just remind the enemy that he's already defeated. Jesus mm. made a show of him. He led captivity captive after his resurrection. Mm-hmm. So... You know, when I get those things going on where the enemy's trying to mess with me, I'll just say, you know what? No weapon formed against me is going to ever prosper. So you might as well just stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like I have to get mad or loud. I have a lot of friends who are really loud prayers. Um, I was I, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I, I just think, you know, I have too many promises here from God. All I have to do is know that I have an enemy, that he's going to try and mess with me, try and separate me from the love of God, but that he can't, that nothing can ever separate me. That verse in Romans, no principality, no power of darkness is ever going to separate me from the love of God. So well, I just remind the enemy of those promises. Sorry. Well, James says, um, really, this is pretty easy. Just resist the devil. Resist him. It doesn't say go after him. It doesn't say, you know, like you just resist and he'll go, he'll flee. He'll go away. And in another place, we're told to stand, stand firm. So there are times for action, but 
you know what? It's, it's just resisting. And Jesus didn't get in a tussle with him. Right. You know, when he came to Jesus in the desert with those temptations, Jesus didn't get physical with him. All he did was say, hey, worship the Lord your God. The word says worship the Lord your God. So that's what I'm going to do. That's resisting. Yeah, and using the word of God yeah. for that resistance. I mean, that's where the power is. Mm-hmm. So. Did Jesus ever pursue Satan in any way? Mm-hmm. I think at the... no. I think in death he went down to hell, but I don't think it was for Satan. No. At the crucifixion, I think something like that. He went down and when he rose again. I think that's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is yeah. like end times. Got it. Like that he will battle. That there will be a battle. There will be a battle. But, but I'm not recalling it anywhere. Yeah, I think that's like Jesus is going to come on a horse, on a mm-hmm. white horse. The word of God is going to be, he's going to have the sword. He's going to defeat the enemy with the sword of the spirit, yeah. which is the word of God. So again, it's, right. he's going to come ready for battle, but his mm-hmm. battle is not going to be, um, it, the word of God created the whole, everything, created mm-hmm. the universe. And so all he's going to have to do is speak. Mm-hmm. Once he speaks, everything's just going to get obliterated. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think what I was thinking when he he um, died and rose again was that there was victory over death. He but did. It wasn't so, specific... He did descend mm-hmm. after he died on the cross. He did descend right. into the um, into hell. Right. Um, for those three days that he was in the tomb, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he rose. And he conquered death. Right. And he rose again. So it was kind of an in-your-face saying, mm-hmm. you know. You but he didn't need to direct. He didn't yeah. need to what? He didn't need to directly confront him. Jesus just did what he does. He just did what you he know, does. You know, what I have been taught is when he descended into hell, um, before heaven was available, mm-hmm. there was uh, basically a holding place. What, Paradise. <clears throat> Paradise. Paradise. And when he went, then he preached to those people that were there. They had to make a choice. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. That's what I have That's been what taught. I grew up with that teaching yeah. too, too. Yeah. So that's what he was doing for that time uh, so that all those people could make their decisions. Mm-hmm. He wasn't fighting the devil. No. Yeah, no, I don't recall him ever doing okay. that. And and in the desert, the temptations, he didn't pursue him, go after him, or whatever the devil always came to him. Always came to him. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing, too, it was about temptation, like the resist. You would, like, resist temptation, meaning uh, you don't have to fight, f- battle with temptation necessarily, which means you have to engage. This is just, eh, it's there, resist it in turn. You don't have to. Well, there is some warfare. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. word says, you know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But right. they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So it, it is a form of warfare. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, he says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But And I, I don't think it's always as easy as just saying, nah, I'm not going to engage in that. 
because I think that the world that we live in is hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes it feels like we are being beaten down. And sometimes it feels like it would just be easier to engage in whatever is easiest. Mm -hmm. And we know that whatever is easiest is not always God's way, right? That's how we become friends with the world. So I think it's not always as easy as just not or just standing. I think that sometimes it is really having to turn and to cling to God. Where God says, you know, James says here, come near to God and he will be near to you. And when he's near to you, then Satan is not. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes you have to really dig in, that you have to remind yourself over and over and over and over and over again, that like, I belong to God and I am his and he has good plans for me. Yeah. And that is resistance. That's the resistance. Yeah. That the time you spend in prayer and speaking the word out and drawing near to God, you are resisting the enemy intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sometimes it is sometimes it's hard work. Yeah. Sometimes you know, it's hard it, work. I may have made it sound a little too simple when I said just resist, because as we're talking it through, I have a picture in my mind of um, somebody grabbing a hold of me. And trying to drag me with them, and I have to resist, which is like it's an I, effort. I have to push mm-hmm. back. I have to use back. my strength to um, to resist yeah. that pull. So yeah, I, I'm, and I don't want to like minimize what Terry was saying earlier either, because sometimes it is just a resist. Sometimes it's as easy as like, you know what? I don't need to be watching this junk that's on TV. I'm just going to yeah. turn it off and walk turn away. You know, because sometimes it is that easy. Like, I don't need to eat this entire cheesecake. I'm just going to take one piece and put it on my plate and then put the rest away. You know, sometimes it is that easy to resist the temptation, but sometimes it is, it's a fight. It's a a battle. Yeah. And I'm going to just take a gander here. (laughs) I'm not sure that the parts where we're vulnerable are the parts we haven't submitted to Jesus yet. Mm. I think we can be vulnerable in a lot of different ways. Like things happen to us, like COVID or different things. But how we're responding or where we're struggling, um, I'm going to speak just for me, is just that I think those are the things I haven't wanted to give to God yet. And so I keep trying to take back control over those. And that's where I tend to get stuck. Mm-hmm. Or I have a perspective like it should be my way. You know what, you guys, trust me, everyone would be so much happier if it was my way. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of mean that, but, <laughs> but nobody listens to me anyway. <laughs> you know, years ago, there was a woman uh, teacher at a ladies' Bible study that I went to, and she talked um, about her be- or our besetting sin. Mm-hmm. And that's the a sin that is like, kind of like your pet sin or the thing that comes after you the most, the thing that is the hardest for you to resist. And it's the thing you really want to fall back into. And, um, and it's just like Satan will keep coming after you and um, reaching for you, not reaching for it, um, 
tempting you with whatever your besetting sin is. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's hard. That one is, um, you know, one that can easily snare you, that you have to resist the most. So I think he, he knows our, um, our temptation points and what might be easier for us to resist and what will be harder mm-hmm. for us to resist. Well, and sometimes join the resistance, ladies. You'll get victory over something, and and we'll go a long time, and then Satan will come back around with that same temptation or that same situation again. Um. So yeah, I think he's he's just kind of sly. He's he never gives up. He is very persistent, and I think mm-hmm. we have to be just as persistent. Um, that we're not gonna we're not gonna give in. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Jesus said that Satan had asked to sift Peter. And he said, don't worry, Peter, I've prayed for you. Well, what does sifting mean? Mm-hmm. Tempting him, pushing on him. Um, so we know it's going to come. Mm-hmm. And we just need to be aware of it. I think that's half the battle is being aware of it. Yeah. But the, the good part about that is, is the opportunity to get even closer to Christ. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, when someone has a new behavior, they need it challenged. So they know that they know that, that they can change this behavior and it, it's different. Peter had a chance three times. Jesus asking him, you know, did you deny me and things like that? And, and it's like he needed to strengthen Peter's mind. Like, yeah, you are with me. Do you remember that you did that? Remember you came closer to me. Yeah, so this is denied him, and three times Jesus said, "Do you love me?" Right, right. To yeah. get that firm in Peter that okay, that's more important. You know, this relationship is the most important thing. Yeah, what what Satan means for bad, God will turn God will turn to good. good. Yeah. So we don't have to be afraid of this. We don't have to do anything we're not in this battle by ourselves we can go to each other too and ask for prayer yeah all right well how about i pray for us on that note and close this out Mm -hmm. oh jesus it's been a heavy week um talking through just the way that James confronts us um, in big, bold words and um, with a big, bold attitude, Lord. Um, And I just pray that we would take to heart the words of James, um, that we need to flee from the devil, that we need to turn to you, that we need to cling to you, Lord, that we should wash our hands and purify our hearts, Lord. I just pray that um, in the areas that we are easily tempted, Lord, that you would um, surround us in those areas, Lord. Reveal those to us and um, just help us to turn those over, God, whatever they are, whether it be the cheesecake or the Netflix or whatever the big area is, Lord, trust or um, pride or lack of humility, God. Um, I just pray that you would circle us around um, that you would bring people into our lives who can speak truth into us, Lord, and that we can um, turn to when we need help, Lord, um, recognizing those things. And then, um, God, gird our, our, our foundations, Lord, um, bring those together, tighten them in, 
hold those up, Lord, and help us to to make those foundations you. Um, I just pray that you would work our hearts this week um, in a gentle way, um, just revealing these things. And then just again, reminding us that you are there, that you love us and um, help us to turn our hearts to you. I ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. Ha <laughs> <laughs>